Great. I'm already finished. And that, was started. Oh, that was good. That's for uh, live only. All right, yes. <laughs> this place is unbelievable. It's just fucking. If you're not laughing, you're not paying attention. <laughs> First, I want to say a couple of things about non-duality. Just like that, get the basic definition of non-duality. Non means not, yes? Everyone agreed to that? Not. Two. Duality means two, all right? So it's a simple negation, yeah? It doesn't point to an affirmation. It's just a negation, not two. So basically, the whole presumption in our experiential, perceptual experience uh, event here is that there's you and me, yes? There's subject and object. And in, actually, in a sense, we play both roles all day. Sometimes you're thought about, sometimes you feel you're the thinker, yes? Sometimes you're the subject of the thinking, sometimes you're the object of the thinking, yeah? All day, it goes on and on and on. That's the dualism. So the dualism projected is what we call duality, yeah? So let's say a great duality in our lives is we are total down and out addicts, and now the pendulum has swung and we seem to be recovered, yes? Now, it's impossible to believe you were this back from here, and it's impossible now to believe that you were that from here, because you were neither, yeah? This was happening, you expressed this way, now different events are occurring, you express that way. So you can perfectly express being unrecovered, and usually imperfectly express what you're recovered. But basically, there's no one who is an addict and no one who's recovered, yes? There was addiction or recovery, basically. So for me, this is an expression, so non-duality. The second thing is, at these meetings, let's say in recovery, I like to be helpful, yeah? But in non-duality, I don't want to be helpful because I want you to be left with your own devices so that you see they're not your own devices, yeah? So if I, there's a great uh, story purported to be from Ramana Maharshi, a great master, and he had a lot of followers and some of them were sitting in a room and they were talking with themselves saying, do you think we can teach, you know? And then he came in the room and they asked him, hey Ramana, do you think we can teach? And so Ramana said, yeah, I think all you can teach, but I don't recommend it. And so they were a little confused, and they said, why? He says, compassion. And they were even more confused. Then they asked him, and then, hey, can you explain? He says, yeah, you'll be at a meeting delivering the message, and you'll feel compassion for the people, and you'll dilute the message. Yeah? This isn't going to happen here. <laughs> the non-duality. So basically, I don't see non-duality as helpful. It can be incredibly helpful, but I don't see it as helpful. Yeah? That's the weird thing. So the non-duality, so the, the message isn't being directed at you. And why is because the old story, someone brought it up with me in The Sheep and the Lion, a famous old video. A famous, longer, it's an old story from Hinduism. And there's that typical story, you've heard it, yes? Yeah. The lion, and the lion has a cub, and the mother lion gets killed, and the cub's orphaned, and it's roaming around, doesn't know what it is, what's going to happen. It sees a herd of sheep, so it moves towards the sheep. The sheep know it's a lion, so they're a little nervous, 
but then they realize it doesn't even fucking know what it is. So it gets ingratiated into the sheep herd, and it starts trying to chew cud, and, you know, listening to people's worries about who's going to be the next sweater. And, and it's, not, it's not feeling that great, but it doesn't know any better. It thinks it's a sheep, and everyone else is telling him it's a sheep. And then it meets another sheep, girl, uh, girl sheep, and they have kids, and they look a little strange, but they rationalize, you know, some weird thing. And he becomes a big elder in the sheep herd, and, but always feeling a little irritable, restless, discontent. Then one day, this old lion comes into the savannah, sees the herd, wants to get some food, rushes after them, corner of his eye, it sees another lion, thinks it's joining the hunt, but then it realizes it's running with the sheep. So it veers off, grabs the young lion, the young lion rolls over, says, oh, Mr. Lion, please don't eat me, I'm a humble sheep. The old lion's a little perplexed, so he just grabs the young, young lion, brings it over to a water hole, sticks their both heads out, the young lion sees the reflection, whammo, realizes it's a lion, yes? All the while thinking it was a sheep, yeah? Now, to me, the obscuring agent's stronger than that. A lot of people see they're a lion, but they continue to feel like they're a sheep, yeah? You, a lot of people have free samples, but they don't seem to stabilize. Why is that? Because there's a strong obscuring agent in a way. I've done talks where I was like a foot away from somebody for an hour talking about self, and then the person, the first question I'd hear would be, can you talk about self? And I was like, how could it be lost? It was only like a foot. There, was, there wasn't much distance between me and the person. And then still, it got totally, totally made into something else because this is it. It would take no time at all for a lion to tell another lion it's a lion. Yeah, it would be very clear, that would be it. But what happens is, the one lion may be clear it's a lion, and it's very clear the other lion's a lion, but the other lion, yes, is being identified with a programming that construes itself as a sheep, yeah? So when it hears the message, the message gets caught by the sheep programming, and it gets turned into, I can become like a lion as a sheep, yeah? That's not the message, yes? Here we go again, and I've learned by doing this for a long time, you ever see those Buddhist statues with the thousand arm thing? Well, let, picture them all with mitts on. And the message is like a ball. That fucking thing is catching everything. Yeah, it's almost like the Death Star in Star Wars. Every fighter never gets through. So I have a sense just to overwhelm. I don't like the talks where there's a lot of pauses because the selfie regroups very quickly. Just me, and then immediately the defense shield goes back up. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting this. I'm getting, I'm, get, I'm, I'm, yeah. So no, overwhelm the system, overwhelm the system with the hope that just one bit gets through. And it could be, I don't know, maybe now. And sort of like a spiritual sperm, yeah? You release tons of sperms, and hopefully one gets to the egg of the mind. And when it hits the mind, not the mental condition, not the relative thing you call mind, but the raw mind, R-A-W, be open, yeah? When it hits there, the mind conceives an idea. What's that idea? Maybe I'm not that, yeah? Maybe I'm not the sheep, all right? So what happens then? The next possibility, and this is what happened to me in AA. When I saw self as, from that sentence as a foreign installment, the next possibility showed up. I saw it as 
I'm not that, and the next possibility was I can be free from it. Yeah? And then it told me I had been trying to be free as it since I'd been six years old. I wanted to escape a vehicle with the vehicle. I fell into the category of self can't get out of self. Completely, yes? <coughs> Completely. So suddenly, what happened? I saw I wasn't that, and immediately I could entertain the idea I can be free from it, and the freedom from it is inherently available because there is no self. Yeah? You don't need a lifelong solution to an imaginary problem. You see that it's imaginary, and then the relief is stabilized because it doesn't come back. Yeah? It doesn't get resurrected. You've seen it as a non-existent thing. Yeah? Therefore, your salvation that you are hoping to have for that, when it's from that, is inherent because you're getting saved from an imaginary thing. That means you've already been saved. Yes? That's the beauty of it. The beauty of it, it takes no freaking time, yet it's timeless. Yeah? Always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary, other than the ones you've made up. And you've, if you've made up a lot of them, then do what you need to do to dream yourself out of those fucking requirements. Because when you seemingly, at the end of the line, and you reach the goal, the goal is going to tell you it's always been this way. If you finally you reach the goal and something dawns on you, that goal is going to tell you there was no goal. It's always been this way. That's the freedom from the bondage of self. Yeah. You don't get away from something. You don't defeat something. You don't suspend a, a war with something. You don't see it as something anymore. All right, so how is this obscuring agent? How is the lion keeping its own nature from itself? How? You know, how could the lion, how is the lion convincing itself to be something other than a lion. Nothing else could. Nothing, no illusion could fool reality unless reality was in cahoots with it. And we have that statement in AA, false evidence appearing real. For false evidence to appear real, it has to appear real to what's real. We, it appeared, all of that which is based on what's not happening is appearing to what's happening, which is us. The, no Labrador is fucking itself up by thinking of next week. None. That's our little job. We can produce effects out of no, nothing. By us entertaining next Friday as if it's real, it will have a real effect on us. How are you going to vanquish next Friday from this Friday? There is no next Friday in this Friday. It's you and I entertaining insane fucking ideas through the bridge of my. The power of the thoughts comes from what's before the thought, which is the ownership of the thought as the thinker. That's where the power lies. The illusion, the obscuring agent, it's like the, you know, the thing of the bubble, make, you know, when you're blowing bubbles, the liquid is the my, the thought is just the, 
the thing that it blows through, yeah? The my is our activity, our deluded activity being bonded to the idea of being a someone. And that being bonded to that idea of being the someone is through ownership of doing, thinking, feeling, all that stuff. It's only through ownership that the self claims to have a life. It has to take it. It has to imply it. It has to, it's using the life that you offer to manifest through. And every time it manifests, we call them our manifestations. That's the bondage of self. It's through identification as what you're not. Recognize it, and there's a possibility of real relief. If you don't recognize it, you're going to be looking from it, and you'll be dying for freaking relief. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen alcoholism. I've seen alcoholism affixed on the vehicle of selfing. Alcoholism, all it does is amplify what's already there, which is the selfing. Without selfing to, a, to attach to, alcoholism would just be a fucking free-floating impossibility. But because there's an identification as a one, the alcoholism can affix to it. It needs to fucking grab onto something, and it's the identification of self that it grabs onto. And then it amplifies the qualities of self. It's sort of like, obviously, self-centeredness, everyone seems to be under it, yeah? But a lot of people have an acoustic version. We have the electric version. You know, a lot of long fucking drum solos that no one fucking listened to except for you because it's about you. You know the problem from the relief of it. You know the problem from the relief of it. If it doesn't stabilize, you're still the fucking problem. You only, that's the only way you have a solution. By, by real, you see the problem from the solution. That's where the relief lies. So in a sense, in non-duality, you would see this as dreaming, yes? And you can see it in your own head every day. Every one of us seems to be in a dreaming, and then there's a subjective dreaming about the dream. Yeah? And the subjective dreaming is like your own private Idaho in a fucking other Idaho. <laughs> yeah, but so it's a, and then, <laughs> it's a private Idaho because all the yous, you, you separate, See, there's a separation, and that means all the U's, and then there's a further separation from that separation when a U be, gets christened to be me. Now you're in your own private Idaho. You're in your own little porno theater. And I swear, I can't do it justice. I don't know the weight and the amplification of that which is going on in your head. I can't judge. I can't know. I, you, I would look at a person who has it pretty well off and they live in a nice place. And when I was younger, I would think, how could they be fucked up? But quite easily. <laughs> because it doesn't have to do, it doesn't have any, doesn't need any matching dilemma out here to have an Armageddon every fucking day. And that power is just way, way too much to be dictated and directed by the mental state. 
There's a statement in a in the Course in Miracles. What can a failed state, failed system show you? So let's say self-centeredness is a failed system, a failed GPS. What can it show you? That it's failed. And we've had enough of that, haven't we? We're open. We should be prime, prime possibilities to be have a new cedar site. I mean, we have to know that any life run on self-will is hardly going to be success. You've had to have lived it. We have an intimacy with all the precursors to the possibility I'm not that. We're on the fucking crash course, addicts and alcoholics. The poor, the real sufferers are the spiritual seekers that go to satsang 300 <laughs> times. We were in the speed course. We, we primed and ready right now. <laughs> but the dilemma, once again, is if, if self has a huge desire to be free from self, that's more self. <laughs> so how does one lose interest in losing interest? How does one gain interest to lose interest? That would still be interest. The only way, the only way to truly get out is realize you are never in. That's the only way out will stabilize. The only way to escape from an imaginary problem is by applying absolutely no solution to it. <laughs> if you had a blog, like a blog site, no solution, you'd have no fucking people. <laughs> Serenity prayer, and you go, keep coming back, and then I, I say, it doesn't work. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. That, what a beautiful space when you realize nothing fucking works. <laughs> You're totally, totally primed and ready. <laughs> All the work's been done on your action figure already, yes? You're not burning down houses, are you? You're not doing shitty things. You don't need that much observation about this. Let the fucking, like what they call it, release the Kraken. Release the attention and injury. <laughs> let it, if, it's like if you let that bird go where it would land, it will surprise you and bring you great benefit. Nothing is the gift that keeps on giving. Nothing is the gift on giving. Zero is the true mathematics as primary number. Zero, not one. Zero is the primary number of mathematics. Yeah? Yeah. So. <clears throat> so in a way, if you see the movement of the mental state, which is claiming, yeah? Something that doesn't have a life has to claim one. Yeah? And in a sense, our life, well, it's not mine, but our life is up for grabs. And the mental state rushes in with the first word and says, it's me. But the seeing hasn't been adulterated or touched. 
The seeing, no matter what shenanigans arises, it's always preceded by seeing. Yeah? A wise looking may come after, but how wise is that? The seeing is brilliantly before. Yeah? So the freedom is really before the bondage. If there was no one to be bound, the idea of bondage loses its fucking meaning. Yes? So the freedom is before bondage, not after bondage. Freedom after bondage just leads to being bonded to that freedom. Yeah? <coughs> freedom prior to the bondage is beautiful, it's spacious, yes? Mm. And the real effect or the real trail of, of the solution is timelessness. It's always available at all times. Always available at all times. Always available at all times. Right where you are. No matter what your freaking head is saying. I see people, so here, they come up to me. This is a, I was in LA, a guy had been introduced to this stuff for a while. And so he said, all right, Paul, selfie. So let's call it Pauling, yeah? So he said, how much is Paul Pauling on a bad day? Like 70%, yeah, 80%? And how much, and on a good day, is Paul Pauling like 20%? And he went on and on, and I said, no, 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 no. The Pauling implies the Paul. You see? This is how that which comes after is implied to be before. The selfing in one's head implies there's a self. When it catches, you think you were selfing. You see? The selfing is producing the sense of self when it works, the self claims to be the one that's selfing. You see? That's the, that's the little switcheroo. That which comes after implies it's before. The verb is claimed by the mental state to imply the noun. There is no noun except by attribu attribution from the claiming of a verb. Yes? But where we start is at the noun. So instead of having the sense of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and being that consciousness that's being demonstrated, we believe we're the, a noun, a made-up noun, called the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, and then you become numb to the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, and toucher, and suddenly an interpretation you live by the seer, the seen, the hearer, the heard, the taster, the tasted, yes? And what's forgotten is the livingness of life. And you get an interpretation, a mental freaking interpretation. And says it's gonna be great, or it was once great, but it's always, always precluding it ain't great now. And so that's what you get. Listen to people share about okayness. I will be okay. Or I, I remember I was once okay. What about okayness as an inherent condition? Not as a physical mental condition, but as the real condition. Because the real condition can outshine the other conditions. Why would you want that which comes after to lord over that which is before?
It's just all the magic trick is of time. It's like those, you know, when they used to put the bean and there's like three cups and they move it around and you feel like you followed it completely and it goes, there, I did it in Barcelona. I lost 50 euros like in five seconds. There it is. And there's the bean wasn't there. <laughs> so that which comes after implies it's before. And you're the representation of the fucking heist. You think you're doing everything. When the doer is implied by the claiming of the doing. The life is happening. Life is being. Yeah? Mm. Time is the biggest ingredient in the magic trick. We don't have enough fucking time to talk about it. But if you don't get the sense of time, you'll miss the whole thing. Time is made up. It's being played like a fucking symphony by the mental state. Time, the mental state doesn't see a past, a present, and a future inexorably going like a linear event. It, that which comes after, which is there's the consciousness, the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Yes, that's what's happening. Then the mental state says, oh, I may be the seer, hearer, feeler, taster, toucher, after. And then suddenly you feel you're the seer, hearer, feeler, you know? You feel like you're doing life, that you're the one that's living. Yes? It was a heist. It was a little move. It was like the three things. And if you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. And it's going to drive a lot of fucking misdirected looking. You must feel it, eh? Spiritual subpoena inserted. <laughs> I've done my job. <laughs> hey, listen, it doesn't mean about being right, it's about being relieved. Being freed from the bondage of self as an assurance, not as a goal, not as a crapshoot based on your condition and how you're feeling and how you're doing, but as an inherent condition, yes? That your influence on is quite, quite minimal after the effect has seemed to be done. All the work is being done on the action figure. You're not building up any spiritual condition. You are a spirit. You're diminishing a mental condition. That's all. And you're not doing it. You've submitted yourself to have it done to, yeah? You've submitted to the aid program to be changed. You and I aren't changing a damn thing. We're being changed. Yeah. And then there's a lot of change. And to me, what growth is, is directed change. And that's what's happening in the program of AA. Our change is being directed by a wiser mind than the self-centered one. So that's called growth. And then we move towards the light, so to speak. Yes? Could you imagine if that which is, is dreaming that it's not, and therefore it's going to dream itself out of the dream that it's not into what it is, and it finds out it's always, always been that way? What a beautiful way to go. It can do it two, two different ways. You're, you are that, 
You forget that, you go through life, and you're brought towards the light, and when you seem to arrive, it tells you you've always been that way. It's beautiful. So the whole goal brings you back to the starting point, and then you realize there was no need for any goal, and there, yes, yeah, it's beautiful. So AA to me is dreaming oneself out of the dreaming, and as you do, the dream gets happier. That's it, eh? For questions. <coughs> My name's Red. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, I've heard you say before, like being like, the, like a, a pinpoint dropped in, and, or like being like a focal point that, you know, uh, like your consciousness or Experiencing um, or observing or whatever, like everything, like it's, it's just, uh, I get that, like, you know, the, the ray, like the self, the, the noun, um, like the, the mental state is, is kind of like comes after that, but um, it's, it's just, it's just, uh, it's hard not to see as a noun when you're like, like looking in the mirror and you're like a person or whatever. I don't know. Well, it's hard not to see it as a noun, as the noun, for sure. <laughs> what we're doing is questioning that. Question the second noun. So you say, it's hard for me to see it as a noun. That's, that's the second noun. Yeah. See, it's masquerading as you. You call it me, but it's the second noun. Yeah? Let the aperture go back. And all the, all the yous that have been claimed to be me, you'll see before the camera. And it'll give you the sense you're behind the camera. Yeah? You catch one aperture, open it up again. The one noun is masquerading as me, saying, it's, oh, it's very difficult to see the noun. <laughs> yeah, from the noun point of view, it's impossible. It would be totally against its survival mechanism. But I'm saying, Open up the aperture, so now you see the noun, and then you see the other noun that's saying it's me. Yes, and then if it stabilizes as a me again, you'll see that, and you'll see that. And after a while, there'll be a hundred monkey syndrome, where the mind will get it, and it doesn't matter how many times that, that, that claiming of being the seer occurs, you'll know, yes? You'll be resting in you'll be resting in what's before, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. It may take once, it may take months, it may take seven times, maybe who knows? But there, you know, the hundred monkey syndrome that story. Well, these monkeys are living on an island, and one of them figured out how to use a tool. Yeah, and then soon, suddenly he showed some of the other monkeys, but somehow the knowledge when transmitted to an island that there was no contact with. Yeah? So other monkeys suddenly realized they could use things as tools. Though they, there was no contact with these monkey, this island monkey and those. And they call it the hundred monkey syndrome. Because here's all of there is is mind. Let's say there's 95 particles of mind they get together and then boom, suddenly all of mind gets it. Yes? That's what I'm talking about. 
So you see what you not, you see what you not, see what, and then fruit, you see what you not. Yeah? Fruit. Yes? It's like an aperture, and that which is waiting for that's a noun. You just saw it. See? That thing that said, I'm waiting for that, there you count it. There it is again. Yeah, yeah. Catch it. It's, it's saying it's the one who's catching the other fish. See it as a fucking fish. Then you'll realize you're the ocean. Yes, yes, yeah. But my, the way I like to see it is just see what you're not. Study what you're not. Understand what you're not. You're experiencing what you're not all day. And then by studying what you're not, understanding what you're not, and experiencing what you're not, you'll, you'll have relief from it because you'll lose interest in it. Because it's not you. That's all. Just like I lose interest in a, in a conversation in another room when I hear it's not about me, I lose interest on that. You'll lose interest in this narration up here when you see it's not about you. It's about a you, but it's not about you. Yeah, yeah. That's the loss of interest. And then where does interest go? Find out. To me, the interest, to me, what you sense as presence, like in spirituality or in those, those other groups, the sense of presence to me is just undirected attention and interest. Yeah. It's just undirected. It's just there not being sent on mental chores to reinforce the idea that I was a person, I will be a person, therefore I am a person. It's free from that occupation, and it's resting, and you sense it, yes? You sense it as it, really. Yeah, and it's very, very content. It's a, it's, it evokes a lot of contentment and satisfaction. Yeah? So you... If you, were, if you were satisfied content, your spiritual trip would probably end today. Really. Because I think that's what most of us are looking for, really. We just want to be content and satisfied. We're hoping it will be spirituality because we tried every fucking thing else. But in fact, if you had the satisfaction and contentment in place, you probably wouldn't be moved by much anymore. You definitely wouldn't be spending any time looking for what can't be found. That's for sure. Yeah? And you're not going to experience what you are is what you're not. You're never going to have an experience. Because the only thing we can possibly be concerning this topic is we're it. We're being it. Yeah? You can experience and understand and know everything else that's not you, but you can't apply that to what you are. You can only be it. Yeah? So. And I humbly... I think we're all very apt at doing it right now. We're doing it so perfectly, there's no sweating or any thought of effort, that it seems to go unnoticed. To the point where we think we have to do ourselves into being, or have ourselves into being. Doing and having does not lead to being. Yeah? Or not doing and not having does not lead, lead, lead to being. Yeah. Mm. I'm jacked up, eh? <laughs> so my name's Chad, and you were kind of just like hitting on what I was thinking about. And I understand about trying to get to that point where we're not putting a lot of weight on all this stuff that's not really what we are. But then still left is this like, sometimes that need to still search 
got no idea what that is sometimes. And this is kind of what we're looking at, I think, with talking this, you know, that that thing that we're looking for is something that is not there. Well, it's what's looking. Yeah, right. It's just, what what is the take on that? That it seems like a lot of us, we, we searched for a lot of stuff, doing all the things we did, then we are better, even though a lot of times, sometimes we don't feel like we are, but we're still like left searching. Well, it's not us. Well, the engine keeps running. Yeah. So for me, in my sense, what I did, I just started to search for mundane things, like a pair of pants at a thrift store, instead of ultimate enlightenment. I've been much more successful looking for shit I can find. <laughs> and I can't write blogs about it because it's not that interesting. And my hand, head can't make much out of it. Yeah, shit. So in a weird way, yeah, normalcy is a great hideout. It's a good place to be in a sense. See, what I saw in my own, I saw that in this case, the head had given a lot of meaning to spirituality. I thought it was different than like washing the dishes or something. I thought it was much more noble. And so my head was giving tons of meaning. So all the spiritual doing was producing a huge doer, <laughs> spiritual doer. It was amazing. It was like watching Frankenstein create a little monster in its own laboratory. So one of the things like we say in AA, you know, practice your principles, you know, these principles on your affairs. And I throw in, if you can't, limit your affairs. So in a sense, I limited all the noble, fucking, unbelievable, heroic, you know, Homerish odysseys to arrive at the truth to like, you know, finding a pair of pants or, or a good coffee in Philadelphia. <laughs> I mean, much more successful. <laughs> and there's really not much to write home about. You know, my head doesn't have much material. Yes, yeah, one thing. So I've basically starved that for quite many years, yeah. But there's that urge, of course. You've been having that urge since you left the teat of your mother. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's a drive. Mm. Remember, this is just an imitation, you know. You've heard it, you've heard the, uh, the message. It's already working, yeah, see? Sometimes we will, we will point to the one little thing that seems weird, yet there's been tons of relief. But the head likes to point out that one little thing. Instead of having gratitude for, you know, to me, over years of traveling lighter, it just hit the point of what more do you freaking want, yeah? Maybe these, these non-realistic conceptual absolutes are, are fucking just fantasies, mental fantasies, maybe just, uh, and if you could, if one word in the language could, could, could have a huge influence in your life would be enough, you know. Enough is a great word. If you could find enough, it frees, it frees quite a lot up, yeah. You know, you must have known with drug addiction how much you live in mental fantasies, you remember? 
especially with cocaine. Because like when I was out there using, I went out with cocaine and I got high on women. And when you're on a 10-day cocaine retreat, which I, I, I can match my retreat participation with spiritual retreats. I went on tons of 10 days of cocaine retreats, which I would think much more difficult than a 10-day meditation retreat. Because the head is really fucking active. But I would get high with, you know, with women and I would do fantasies out, really. Yes? And I saw the, the emptiness of that so completely, you know? And it was, it was spotlighted in sexual, but it's all fantasy. Most of us are completely occupied by mental fantasy. The fantasy of time, the fantasy of this. And it's all inherently deeply empty. And I don't mean the emptiness of Buddhism. I need the emptiness in comparison to fullness. Yeah? When there's fullness, I'm talking about that, the lack of fullness, that incredible emptiness. The more I got, like that Tibetan hungry ghost, the guy, the huge belly, with, but the guy has a tiny mouth that can never get enough. I've done that. I've taken it to a ninth degree. And the emptiness of it is unbelievable. How can you not apply that to the other same pursuits? All the principles of all our learning here have already been revealed to us. It's time to move on from fucking studying and school and just entertaining it, yeah? Let it take you to its, its foregone conclusion. Stop putting periods and paragraphs after it. Let it take you to where it's implying. If you've seen nothing is ever going to be enough, that should be more than fucking enough. This is what's the beauty of AA. You know, I couldn't learn from my own mistakes. I can learn from other people now. I can learn from other people. I can see, I know when I was young, I was in so much trouble, so my, my mother would get older, like her brothers and un, you know, uncles would come to talk to me, trying to correct me, yeah? But I looked at them, and when they told me, you know, this is what you have to do, this is what they have to do, this is what you should do, and they were implying, then you'll be where I am. I didn't want to be where they were. <laughs> so I had no interest in hearing them. I was like, I don't fucking want what you want, so I'm gonna do the exact opposite. So this is the point. You've had enough, haven't you? You, have, you must have realized this is unreliable. That self, self-centeredness is unreliable. And that fear, if you read the big book, fear is an effect of reliance on self. That's it. So if you look at self-reliance, what would be the highest form of reliance is that if you took yourself to be that which you're relying on. You can't go farther than that. We're so relied on the idea of self, we're identified as it completely. And it's a failed system. And we're demonstrating the failedness of it. And even though we've had tons of evidence that's failed, we keep trying to look at the evidence from the system itself. The system is never going to give up the ghost. You have to see it as other. 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 
If you want, if the, if the seeming dilemma is produced by identification, you have to see what you're identified as other. That's it. That's the solution. Yeah. That's all of all. You said the word identification. I wonder if you have anything to say about the two-letter word is. We've been having a little trouble with the word is lately. The, the, the idea that to use the word is to identify something seems to have a Sort of making of a duality. Is. Well, language is dualistic, you know, obviously. Language is, a, is a, a subjective language used by objects. But it's not the words. Hopefully, something gets conveyed by the words. That's the message, yeah? To me, it's the spiritual subpoena. And it's already been served, yeah? This isn't the court date's over. You'll be called to another court date. <laughs> yes? There's an impression, something's been delivered, and it doesn't have to be thought about, nor does it need to be cultivated by you. It's going to lead you to where it wants to take you. Yeah? And you'll know the tree by its fruits. As Jesus said, a good tree cannot bring forth bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bring forth good fruit. You'll know the tree by the fruits. We know the tree of selfishness, self-centeredness by its fruits. We've known. Yes, stop trying to save the fucking tree. It's so comfortable going to hear like, like that story with the skin and the snake. Like hmm? it's, it's like the story you said with the, the skin and the snake, like that skin saying, no, no. Like it's, it's self just wants to hold on. Well, that's the thing, don't, why align with that? Why, quote unquote, wait for that to get rehabilitated? It ain't. You're not going to make, make, make the parasite a domestic pet. It's not. It's not, it's not going to come when you call. It isn't. It's going to do what it does, which is try to take a life that's being offered so freely through ignorance, basically and using us for transportation. So, now you've heard the news. You can't put an end to it. That would be it, trying to get out of it. Just let it sink in, and it's gonna take you to where it's gonna take you. Yeah. Have faith. You have so much, we have so much faith in a failed system. You know, it's amazing. This head can make shit out of nothing. Could you imagine if you really matched it with something? Oh. The power. Can you imagine that you made real what's actually real <laughs> for once? <laughs> that would be incredible. To entertain reality as real would be fucking mind-boggling. It would override so much of the shit that goes on. Yeah, we're, we're just putting the faith of reality into imaginary ideas. Yeah. Mm. Jeez, if this was for business, I would have given up a long time ago. It's like, I want to tell you about good movies. I want to tell you there's a possibility, and I'm not talking about, you're already awake. I'm talking about just traveling lighter, you know, seemingly as the action figure. Yeah? 
You know, Jesus did a beautiful negation, supposedly. I don't know, didn't know what he said. wasn't there, but he says, you know, we're in this world, so you know what it's like to be in this world, yeah? World of bodies, of separation, of this and that, yeah? And then he goes, but you're not of this world. So first he, there's an identification, which all that we can identify, then there's a negation. A beautiful move. First, you're, so you're in this world, but you're not of this world, yeah? So the ofness is brought in here. It's not found in here. Where the ofness, yeah? Yeah. The head wants to find the ofness in, yeah? And it always leads to a deep, 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 deep sense of emptiness. When you find that the ofness comes in through us, then enough becomes viable. Then a sense of contentment and satisfaction, always available at all times, yeah, as the baseline. Not irritable, restless, discontent, but an ease and comfort. Yeah. All right, that's I'm it. Eh? What? One more, one more. I, I, was, uh, I was just thinking about this, um, this self-saturation, like when I came into the program, just totally... Uh, Swimming in that cesspool, and um, and, and and the thing about it was, um, you know, I had a, a guy say, you know, you you need to you need to let go of that, and and my initial reaction is, you know, the big lie, the big lie was, well, there's a good part of me too, you know, and fortunately they were honest and they said probably not, you know, and, and they, said, they said, you know, chances are if, if somehow. Um, everything's able to just let go, like you're saying, go away, you know, because I'm not making it go away. But if, if everything can just go away, you know, whatever good is supposed to come to you, it's going to come to you, you know, or what you think is good. Um, you know, some of the stuff that I thought was good turned out to be horrible. Uh, but, but I started, uh, you know, just, it's not mine. I started to see that nothing was mine. You know, this possession of all the stuff. I still grasp for it, you know. I like to tell you, oh, it's gone and I'm floating around, and, you know. But, but you know, there's still that, um, that needs, you know, that, that I want to hold on to. And I like, um, you know, when you were talking about it, it's, we're not, you know, we're not from here. You know, like, it, it's like spirit, you know. Um, it, it never dies because it was never born, you know. But, but at the same time, it's like... Uh, um, how do I, you know, how, how am I separating nothing? How well, I, you're not. Yeah, I know. And that, that's the funny part. And it's like I had to sit there constantly and, and, and not be. It was almost like this meditation thing. Now, I've never gone on 10, 15 day meditations. I, I went to one, and, and that was enough. <laughs> you know, I went to one, well, and I went to one with a, with I call it, I don't know, a religious organization. Or something, you know, and and it was kind of cool though. You know, I had a guy tell me he said, uh, "You're not an alcoholic." I said, "I'm not." <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> and he said, "Well, I baptized you, so in the name of Jesus, you're not an alcoholic anymore." And I, and I said to the guy, "Dean, I am now." 
He said, yeah, you're not. I said, once you're a pickle, you can't be a cucumber. Yeah. So I'm claiming to be a pickle now. <laughs> and, and I said, once you're a pickle, you can't be a cucumber. And he said, but Jesus can change a pickle back into a cucumber. And I said, you know, you're absolutely right. He can. But why would he if he's got more use for you as a pickle? You know, and 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 certain little things I started to just certain little yeah. things I started to just accept. Yeah. You know, and and you know, some of the fight started to leave without my permission or what I conceived to be my permission. But but I tell you what, it's a slow process. You know, because I I still like to run over and slam my head into the wall occasionally because because um, I claim it. But I know it's not there. I know it's not real. I know it's you know, whatever this eye that's knowing it knows that it, it's all made pretend. And and it's trying to uh, not live in the make pretend. You know, it's like that awakening that you, you hear about, that awakening, and it's, and it's that moment. That every once in a while I get that moment. You know, I'd like to say, oh, 90, 80, 70, 49, man, give me five, where the hell is 49? I, I seldom see that. But, but there's those moments of clarity. There's those moments of where I don't know what it is, but it, it is that you know that ah oh, moment. I used to hear people say, "I just want that balance." You know that I used to work for. I used to do like EMS working and burning building kind of shit. And, and I hooked these people up to these leads, and they'd be going like this, and they were alive. At least that's what I consider. They were alive. The heart was beating and stuff like that. And whenever it was going like uh, nice and smooth, I was usually doing push-ups on their chest. Mm. You know, so so this ain't all that bad today. You know, but it took a long time because that drove me crazy when I when I first came into the AA. That drove me crazy. You know, because I didn't know how to do it. I was a raw nerdhead, yeah. and. And I still haven't desensitized, but I don't, I don't have as much fight with it as I used to have. And it was good hearing things. That's great, bro. Yeah. So something's working on you. That's the action for you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hi, Paul. My name is Lee. Hey, Lee. Uh, so, sometimes I be in the midst of thinking about something and believing I'm the person with this particular perspective. And then suddenly I'll realize I've been thinking and I'll realize who I thought I was is just the thought. I thought I was the person, but the person is really just yeah. the thought. And, uh, and then, I, but then of course I start thinking about the significance of that and I'm back to, it, it, it wraps right on but again, it doesn't wrap right on. See, there's a see again. There's the trick. It's like Dracula will go on a vampire hunt and kill all the vampires to protect its own identity. Yeah. So that which you're not just suddenly assumes it is you, and then tells you, you know, you did, you know, you got caught up again. But if you just wouldn't. It's a believing in these little claimings that caused everything to stop there. Yeah? If you didn't, if you could see the claiming, yet not go with it, it would open up more. Yeah? 
more so will be I, revealed. So when I realize I've been thinking, that is seeing the claim. Yeah, and then but then the, the that then the head comes up again, goes on this I I'm the seer of the claim. Yes. You can see that. Yes? Why stop at the first aperture? Let it go. More. Yeah? See, do you see it? You catch the thief with his the hand in the cookie jar. Yeah? But then that's the shoulder catching the forearm. Yeah? <laughs> it's the same. Yeah? So you see more. Just let it go more. Why you see you get you see the first catch and release, but then you get caught with the secondary bait, seemingly. But it's not. Yeah? That feeling of being caught is in you. That feeling of not being caught is in you. Yes? You just you just are. Yeah. You're just you're not of a thing. You're not moving in and out, getting close and far. None of that's happening. Those are all like mental machinations in the dreaming. You are what you are, space, yes? Undefined, unqualified, not able to be measured in degrees or in amplification. Allow a little of that to be... You catch the thief, and then you catch the thief that says it caught the thief. And then you catch the thief that said he saw the thief that caught the thief, yes? And then suddenly, there's, there's no more echo, yeah? The hundred monkey syndrome has sort of stabilized, and now there's no need to catch the thief anymore. Yes? Yes. This isn't effort. It isn't. It isn't even, it's not vigilance either. It's just hitting many points of being convinced and the system collapses by its own weight, so to speak. It's still functional, it still works, but the amount of attention and interest it's getting is getting diminished greatly, yeah? Yeah. In other words, its stage and its lighting can only go so far. It's very, and the emphasis is on the space that's around it. Instead of all the space forgotten in total, complete obsession with the little character on the stage that only has a few fucking speaking lines, but you're just waiting for a moment. No, there's a relief, yeah? Don't you have it when you do service in AA? You feel like, what's the usual description? Oh, I felt bigger. I felt available. Okay, what happens when you feel available? I sense some presence. And I, then you give it a name, higher power or spirit or the Holy Spirit or whatever. Yes? You sense some presence. Okay. What happened? What happened? You got out of selfing. You lost interest in selfing by being interested in what's happening. And then you feel what's available at all times as an experience. You feel the availability and the presence, but then you believe it's you that felt the presence, and you have, and then you got the sense of availability. Then you're right back up the SSL seemingly, and if there's not a divine proctologist, you're going to be up there a while. You pull it back out by doing service. When do you hit the point that you're the presence? Yeah, you're the presence, which means you're always available, and then you're of service. Why don't you let it complete its fucking rotation? 
instead of going back to square one and having to do service again, let it lead to where it switches and your presence, you're always available and you're of service. Why is it that the stubbornness of the system keeps placing you back in here where you're obsessed with self and you gotta do something to get out of yourself so that you feel what you are, available or present, just to fucking claim it and start again? Why not let it complete the rotation? It goes like this, you feel the present, and suddenly, now you're the present, always available and of service, instead of, I'm fucked, I'm gonna do some service, get out of myself, and then I'll feel available and present. It can switch. It doesn't have to just go one way back, one way back, one way. It goes one way and then switches. And then you are what you were hoping to sense. And then because of your nature, you're always available because you're present. And then being available and present, you're freaking of service. Of service, yeah? Of service. You're available. Why? It's like this. Three steps. One, two, we get to the thing. And we just keep arriving, keep departing, keep arriving, keep departing. Why not? You seem to arrive and realize this is where you were going to depart from. You're here. And then you look, you look this way instead of this way. Yeah? There's a looking. So you see, hey, I'm of service because I'm present and available instead of I've got to do service to feel available and present. This has all the importance on you, even though you're calling it God, it's all you. All the emphasis on you, i got to do this to feel that. Suddenly, you're that which you thought there was a requirement to produce, you're that, and therefore you're of service. And it becomes an attitude. Why? Let it fulfill the circle. Let it let let the breath of attention and interest go back to its own source, not you, not having it stop on your billboard. Yeah, but let it go this and all the way back and then through and back instead of just making it all self-centered. That's what's called self. The loop of self-importance is attention and interest seemingly leaving here, hitting everything through the day, and everything you meet and attend to goes back to you. That's the loop of self-importance. It's cutting off the circularity of it all. Here, it's tension, goes into the world, goes of the through, of the world. You know, not of the world. Then back in, not of, back in, but not always in. In, back up to the of, back in, back to the of, yes. And when it comes back from the of, it brings something you can't find in. You become the expression of what you're looking for. We're, we're like stunted. We're stunted. We believe time goes one way. See it. Don't see it. Don't let a paragraph. See, the world starts with the word but, yeah? You have a beautiful description. I feel really cool at this thing. But, what about next week? Or but, what about, it's always a disclaimer. There's, a, there's like a very squeaky little, 
oh yeah, this is pretty good, but you know, the disclaimer is like soup, like tons of disclaimer for a little fledging little seedling of hey, this is pretty cool, but yeah, stop pledging allegiance to the but. Enjoy the sense of you have the, if you're having it now, let it fucking go. Let it da, 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 da. It's like it's like stillboarding everything, you know? So Alright. Let's end, eh? Thank you. Hey, thanks everybody. Yeah.